We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can. So glad to have you. It's Wednesday. It's been an awesome show so far. If you miss any part of it, you can always download the Maggie and Perloff podcast. Um, Okay, so this is something that started somewhat innocent. (laughs) Oh, what's that? Which was LeBron James paying tribute to a superstar rapper who had tragically been killed. I've been listening to those guys for so long. I was listening to those guys when I my first year with the Heat in 2010. And you can ask any one of my teammates back then. They had no idea who the Migos was. They were, like, cursing me out when I would play it throughout the weight room or play it throughout the locker room. I was like, I'm telling you, these guys are next. I'm letting you know right now these days, like, turn this off. I might want to hear this. Okay, so that was talking about Migos, and unfortunately, mm. tragically, Takeoff was murdered recently. LeBron James wore an outfit that Takeoff had worn to a birthday party, but it was it's a really cool outfit. It got widely circ- circulated, so this was like a, uh, a tribute to him. That's nice. Yeah, super, yeah. <laughs> super nice. Tragic story, but super nice. So, as people started looking into LeBron's story about how basically he kind of called Migos. Like, before they got super oh. popular, it's like saying, oh, I saw them in a bar. That's the biggest you know, claim 1994. to fame. Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. million people who saw Nirvana in yeah, 1991 yes. playing a coffee house in Seattle. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Pearl Jam, you know, with 100 yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, sure, of sure. course. Of course, course you were there. Um, so, started connecting some dots. Turns out it, it would have really been impossible for the date to match up because Migos hadn't dropped their album yet. When he was when in he was Miami. in Miami. Oh no! Okay, so listen, innocent, <laughs> right? We misremember dates and times all the time. 2010 yeah. versus 2011. Yeah. Who could tell the difference? Who yeah. cares? LeBron's not a young man either anymore. It's I a mean, lot of water under the bridge. Can we get some prevagen? Like nobody remembers. <laughs> However, some internet sleuths then took this inconsistency in LeBron's memory to go back through LeBron's history. And it turns out there's some other things in there. Oh, no. Don't turn say out it. They might not be as true as LeBron may have said. So let's first talk about 
Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, uh, most notably, had a 81-point game against the Toronto Raptors. Again, yep. what year? Don't remember. I was literally working for the NBA at the time, and I still don't remember what year. Mm. Anyway, here was LeBron. Before the game even started, when I seen, I said he was probably going to score 70 tonight. I don't know what made me say that. My friends was with me, and they was like, okay. So when he got to, like, 70, I, I was like, well, he might as well go for 80 now. Like, impossible. Uh, again, I was working <laughs> at the NBA. I don't. Nobody saw Kobe's 81 coming. I mean, Jalen Rose has, uh, was on the Raptors at the time. Yeah. He's told the story a million times. Like, uh, I don't think anyone thought Kobe was going for 81 that night. Okay, so we don't have direct proof that this was a lie. We're just assuming that that's the kind of thing you make up. It's a tall tale you tell in a bar. <laughs> well, apparently his friends were around him, but, I mean, get one of LeBron James's friends to be like, yeah, he's <laughs> lying. Like, why would they ever say that? Um, uh, but and also, too, again, what are the odds of LeBron saying randomly? I think he's going to go for seventy tonight <laughs> against Toronto, a random Lakers Raptors game in the middle of the season that LeBron is playing in. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, yeah, LeBron was not playing in it. He had no stake in this at all. No, yeah, yeah. but he had his own thing going that year. LeBron was in the league already. Yeah, it, it happened post two thousand four. It yeah. was, yeah. So yeah, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so. <laughs> Okay, that one, maybe that one's forgivable. You know what? Maybe you just said, hey, I called it. Like, we do that kind of stuff all the time. All right, well, let's keep going. So LeBron uh, claims that he's a really big fan of Liverpool. Actually, I think he might be an investor in Liverpool. Yeah, he's a part owner in Liverpool with a Fenway Sports Group. Um, So he was asked about one of the Liverpool players. Crouchy is actually a Liverpool legend. He used to play there. I don't know if you knew that. No, I knew that. I didn't get an opportunity to see him play when he was with the club, but I definitely knew I, I definitely knew that. Jordan Henderson just scored his first goal for England the other day. You a fan of his? No, absolutely. And I saw and I, I saw a clip of that too. Um I didn't get an opportunity to actually see the game live, mm. but um I saw that he was able to score one in the in the in the match the other day and I thought that was uh it's pretty unique the fact that he would do that and then also be with Liverpool Football Club. So Stu is cringing here. Stu, wait, enlighten wait, wait, wait. us. Break this down for me. So he's talking about Jordan Henderson, who uh, scored a goal for England, and he's basically <laughs> he basically I guess doesn't understand that he, Henderson plays for both England, his country, yeah. and Liverpool, which is a club like a team like yeah, you know, right. the Lakers. Yeah. And, and the other part is I, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the clip. If you saw the clip, you're like. Oh, it was great that he got that header into the upper corner or like, man, what a great shot <laughs> off his left foot. He just said, yeah, I saw, I saw the clip and it was uh, great to see that he did <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. It's like, you know what got on, me too? Dude, is there's the little, no way. The little sort of half giggles he put in there that made him sound like he was lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You got to laugh yeah. off a lie. No, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, that was great. He sounded like he was making it up on the fly. And, and the first th- the first thing that she asked him was like the guy, oh, he, he was a former Liverpool star. He's talking to the guy in the interview. That guy is there like that uh, he's talking to. So he's talking to a guy yeah. not realizing that he played for Liverpool while he's talking about Liverpool. And yeah. they ask him, oh, yeah, of course I knew he played for Liverpool. But he's standing right in front of you. He's standing right in front of you. Or whatever. This might have been on Zoom or something. Uh, oh, ouch. That one, I, I, I didn't understand. I don't think I don't think I understood the full extent of that. The guy was sitting in the room, and he said, "Yeah, I know him, but I actually, I obviously don't because he's standing there, and I don't have any clue." All right. Uh, well, this one is this one is the worst, and this mm. one we can all relate to. You don't have to be a fan of European soccer or anything like that. This is a white lie, clearly. Okay. About whether or not LeBron ever watched The Godfather. <laughs> Which is the the scene or? Or the moment, or the phrase, or the quote you like more from the movie? 
Oh, from the Godfather. Uh, um, it's, it's too many different phrases oh, no. uh, and too many different lines in that movie to just uh, categorize one. Uh, I mean, each movie is nine hours long. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> there you go. Oh. Try to laugh it off with the joke. I mean, Good so job. many. Uh, there's so many great moments, so many lines. Also, I mean, oh boy. You know what? This is going to sound like we're making fun of LeBron James because we are poking fun at him, but I think this makes him sound way more human. We have all been in that situation where you, something in you makes you tell the lie, whether it's to save someone else's feelings or because you're trying to BS your way through something. And then when you realize you're caught and you got to keep kind of going and it, it, it does the stakes aren't particularly uh, high, (laughs) um, which makes it even worse. I was thinking about maybe he panicked and couldn't remember. He just blanked on a line from the guy. What are the what's the most famous line? Uh, take oh, the cannoli. I'll give you an offer you can't refuse. Yeah. Offer you Leave can't the refuse. gun. Take the cannolis. Take yeah. the cannolis. But uh, after that, I don't know. But, but if even I was if you don't put on a, a spot line, in TV interview, if you remember a line, you can remember a scene. Honestly, it's the, like I knew it was you. You broke my heart. Well, no, you don't even have to like go that far. That's Godfather too. I mean, they didn't say which one it was. But the other part is, all right, Godfather, even if you haven't seen it, you know it's a mob movie. So just be like, when that guy killed that other guy. And then no, someone's going to be like, oh, no. Sonny? Like, yeah, yeah, Sonny. When no, Sonny no, got no, no. killed. But see, you're getting into a dangerous territory because you are building a lie off a lie. <laughs> well, yeah. you're, you're going right yeah, you're, you're digging yourself You're basically saying you knew who that English soccer player was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, but you don't think I'd be okay? I'm not, I didn't say like, oh, the wedding scene, which would have been good, but you can't commit to that if you've never seen the movie. If I just said, oh, when that guy killed that other guy, it's a mob movie. He knows that. I mean, if he even says something like, oh, Marlon Brando's famous scene, like I love that, just say something. Maybe he doesn't so know many Marlon. Different phrases. <laughs> He's dying up there. So many different. And, phrases. and this all stemmed off of him claiming that he had seen The Godfather six times. Yeah. Like, said you said that? Oh, no. This was, like, earlier. I think the yeah. Italian reporter asked the question based off of a previous response <laughs> LeBron gave, like, you know, maybe weeks or months before or something like that. But, like, if you've seen a movie once or twice, especially The Godfather, like, I've seen it once. I can give you—I just gave you four or five quotes in multiple scenes. Like, if you've seen a movie six times, like, it's not that difficult to come up with something. Mm. I six know, times, but obviously totally he hasn't panicked. seen it at all. <laughs> no, he's probably seen The Godfather. I didn't come away saying— but like there are movies that we know that it's hard to come up with a quote from. I imagine. Yeah, no, I I don't think this is about the Godfather. I think this is about the lie. Yeah, like yeah. we've all been there, where for some reason, like why did I just lie about that? Like lying about seeing the Godfather, it's not an unforgivable sin if you haven't seen the Godfather. Mm, I mean, you're pretty unforgivable. But like you're I mean, doing it to Godfather. yourself. You should watch it. You should watch Godfather too. But. It's not like you're not going to get canceled in society. Like you can walk around no. on the street. <laughs> oh, I think no. kind of a guy code. If you, yeah, not seeing The Godfather. Is I thought not... it was Goodfellas for you guys. No, no, Godfather over Goodfellas. I mean, Goodfellas is there too, but it's kind of both. I would say The Godfather. So yeah, I mean, but there now are people. A, now it's a movie from the 1970s. I mean, it's a great movie, but it's yeah. like, but it's it's not just a great movie. It's also sort of a cultural touch point for all generations. Yeah, yeah it's sort of this. I hate to say it, like toxic, I'm going to kill you masculinity. It's oh, yeah, that's why you guys like it? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> if you have an enemy, shoot them in the head, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, and, and take the you know delicious the cream-filled cannolis. pastry afterwards as yeah. well. And I love cannolis, by the way, just to be clear. Yeah, you and, and Clay Thompson. I think that... <laughs> I think that... And Clemenza, by the way. I'm trying... Yeah. And Clemenza. I'm Holy trying cannoli. to... 
I'm trying to think. Thank you. If I, uh, I've done this before. Like, I know I've done this before. Yeah. I know that I've definitely told lies that I'm like, why did you just lie there? There's no reason for you to do that. Like, I've, well, you, everybody wants to be right. Everyone wants to be an expert. Everyone wants to know what they're talking about. But the truth is no one person can be in on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember know. one time really specifically, well, this yeah. is my move now. Uh, like, I'll, I, this has happened to me quite a bit in our industry where you'll meet somebody who played a long time ago. And I might not just know who they are. Like, if... Uh, Maybe I just never saw you. I didn't see you play, mm. and maybe I just haven't, and I just fake it. Like, oh, uh, I love, <laughs> well. you know, loved your career. You were amazing. Just like I don't know who you are. Like LeBron, David, Jordan, Henderson, basically. <laughs> yeah, but I've done it. Oh I've yeah. Well, also, well, that's a close cousin to the people you do know, and you know who they are, and you say you've watched their show and loved it when you have not watched their show once. I've also done that. I think that that's yeah. for, I think that's, though, like a professional courtesy. Doesn't everybody lie about watching each other's stuff? Uh, I don't know. It's a lie. <laughs> it is a not lie. lie. Yeah. But what do you say? Like, oh, you've been on that show for eight years, haven't seen a second of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hope it's going well. Like, you gotta <laughs> lie. It's an industry lie. I mean, can you go with that? I've heard it's fantastic. I'm gonna get around to seeing mm. it soon. Nah. Or, or not even to get around to seeing it. I've you, heard it's great. You don't understand when, well, maybe you do, but like, especially on this side of the microphone, you've been lied to so much oh, yeah. that you see through <laughs> other people's lies. Oh, Maggie Pearl, I'm such a huge fan of the show. I'm so happy to finally be on with you guys. Or just if if someone said to you, I've heard you guys, I've heard people like your show, I'd be like, oh, just so, what a slap in the face. <laughs> I yeah. watch you every day. It's, it's on it's on my TV and me and my wife watch you in the background every no, day. No, that, I'll take that lie. <laughs> Keep lying to me about that. I love it. I don't think that is, that is a lie. But when you say, I've heard it's great. Mm-mm. Yeah. Can't no, do it. This industry is right for lies. But I do think. Any lie is immediately a bit stressful. Yes. You know, there's a, there's a famous quote, always tell the truth because it's the easiest thing to remember. Yeah. I, I was just looking up. It, someone said it was David Mamet. Another person said it was Mark Twain. Either way, pretty good sources. <laughs> yeah, those are, it <laughs> is, someone's lying about someone, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever been in a sort of questionable relationship where you weren't, you know, where one person might think they're exclusive, but you didn't think you were exclusive. Ooh. That's when... Uh, that's when the that's lies when get. The, that's when the lies start snowballing. Yeah, yeah, and you that. gotta, you gotta keep everything <laughs> and everyone straight. That's you wish you were just lying about the Godfather at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, not that I would ever have done anything like that, or anybody. I'm Stu. I'm sure you haven't. Mike. Never. No, no. Of course not. We're all above board over here. Yeah. There's all sorts of lies that men in that situation might tell. I'm sure. And uh, my favorite one is, I'm just gonna give this up. Yeah. There was a guy that we worked with who was in that situation. And he would put, he'd go to a bar, meet a woman, and put their name in as a male name. So in the phone. Meet, yeah, so he'd meet Susan and put it in as Mike. But then he can never remember <laughs> who, who Mike was. Also, you're going to have a, a better name than, not better name, but a less common name than Mike. You probably right. have 10 Mikes in your phone. So eventually he would, he would call, hey, Tom, what's up? And it'd be a male voice on the other hand. Who's this? <laughs> it really was a Tom. Yeah. Hey, Tom, you up? <laughs> hey, Tom. Yeah, 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 How dare you? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the point being, the more Please lies tell me this you tell. Please this was Bruce doing yeah. this. I wish, yeah. I think <laughs> Bruce with one eye open. 
I don't think Bruce got enough numbers to actually have to hide <laughs> any numbers. No, but you couldn't just put it in as Mike or Tom. You'd have to like start getting really creative. It's like, this is my friend, like Jebediah or something. You really got to start going through no, 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 some no. more unique names. This guy's girlfriend would have caught Jebediah. She would have known Jebediah immediately. Oh, Jebediah. Yeah, right. You met a Jebediah at the bar on Friday night. I what, do- did you exchange numbers because you wanted to go fishing with Jebediah? Get out of here. I do have a funny story similar to that that a lot of people will sometimes put like mom as the name of like the other person yeah. so i knew somebody oh, out no. wait 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 no 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 that is people do mom like mom or something like not a man's name just like mom or grandma yeah. or something that a like psychologist is a familial would a field day would yeah that's <laughs> putting a and if the woman found out mom. She, if the woman found out she was saved as mom in your phone you're never seeing her again well no i mean it was a sneaky thing but either way got so it, i knew got somebody it. out in arizona who put a girl as mom in his phone and then months or maybe years later, put a different girl as mom in his phone. Oh, and then his actual girl was looking through his phone and asking, why are there three moms in your phone, all with different numbers from different area codes? So he had three different moms in his phone, and none of them were actually his mom. Yes. And was he like, or one uh, of them was. was he caught, or did he lie uh, his way out of it? Uh, um, yeah, I, I, it I could don't... Have been, you got to double-check that. Well, you wouldn't put mom, because that's too problematic. Because if you're with this... No, you could put ma... Like, M-A, hey, ma, you know, mommy. Well, that's yeah, kind of weird, actually. I, I, I mean, caught, I, you I should think... immediately go into intensive psychotherapy <laughs> if you put a random girl in a bar and his mom. No, <laughs> like you, you just met her. I mean, you that heard is this before? the most this, edible this phone thing. Yeah, and then, but the problem is if it says mom and you're with that girlfriend and mom calls, then you have to have a conversation with supposedly your mom. So How could you talk- keep it straight? So you're talking to Susan and you met at the bar and be like, yeah, yeah, no, I got your package. It was great. I'd be like, well, you're, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you got to do more random than or that. I, mean, I guess girl- you can go like Aunt Susan and like now that, just, well, you get you the go. name there, but you also have the Aunt part. Now there you go. If you- you're welcome, America. For aunt. all you single guys out there, <laughs> yeah. you're welcome. Put aunt. aunt in front of the girl's actual name. There you go. Mm, still super creepy. Aunt Susan? Oh my God. What is going on here? This is. Well, what's creepy is that my wife's name is Susan, my mom's name is Susan, and my dad's sister's yeah. name is Susan. So all of us have married somebody who has the same name as a relative. Yeah, by the way, when I was saying that generally it sounded like a you out there should go to psychotherapy, that was more specifically you, Mike Samter, should go to therapy. Well, the mom thing wasn't me. It was a friend of mine. So yeah, this yeah, was not sure. me. I'm just sure. relaying a story. Sure. Was. sure. About that guy doing that thing that one time? You had that story really ready to go. We know the Arizona, Mike. We've heard stories about Sam during the desert. Oh, you you haven't heard half of it. (laughs) I'm sure. You're lucky you're not buried there from some of the things you've said. (laughs) You know what? The next time we're we're going to the Super Bowl is there. Super Bowl is there this year. We're going to walk into a bar. You might be coming home without a producer. Some woman's going to run up and go, Mike, it's me, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) It's your mother. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 Oh man Alright, we got the biggest what if in sports Coming your way in just a moment Plus, Aaron Rodgers And you gotta hear what he had to say Yesterday to McAfee We'll get to that in just a moment Don't move, more Maggie and Perloff Right after this Selling a little Or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back on the Maggie and Perloff show. I can't be the only one out there defending Alabama from Maggie and Samter's attack that the legacy, the <laughs> dynasty is over. Give us, give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I think Saban's got one more run at least. It'll be 71. Yep. He's got huge recruiting classes coming. He's got talent in the building. I know George is great, but... We've counted out at Alabama before. Reminds me of counting out Tom Brady a little bit. Okay. And get that vibe. And counting out Bill Belichick, which okay. m- might make sense, actually. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. <laughs> now we're seeing maybe the end of Brady, you know? And, yeah. and it does actually happen. I know he was counted yeah. out many, many times before. But the thing about Saban, and of course, like, he would figure out NIL. And of course, he would find a way to dominate the sport again. You know, I just wonder if he wants to. Like, what? Because well, that makes no sense. Well, because I think that I wonder if NIL and just sort of mm. how it kind of makes every, it just how it, it 
the business of the sport is now accessible oh, to the on. to the players, okay, which it never was before. That, you don't think in the SEC there was business of the sport going on? All these players players have been paid for a decade, no, but two decades. But they didn't have the type of control that they have now. Maybe they were getting paid. Maybe you're getting bags. Ooh. Maybe you're getting hundred dollar handshakes. Whatever it might be, but you don't have the control over it and the way it could take away from your time. Like if you now are a pitch man doing commercials or things like that, you have a team around you. Now you have all the things that modern professional athletes sometimes takes their attention away. Now it's for college kids. I just wonder if he thinks like, I don't want any part of that. I've already Mm. solidified my legacy. I'm untouchable and I don't even want to get down. I don't want to, Get into it. I just think he doesn't know what else to do with his life, and he's sort oh, of wired that way. I mean, he's had challenges before. Remember, Cam Newton came to Auburn, and that looked like the program. And then Johnny Manziel went. Well, actually, I don't, they were in this. Yeah, they were yeah. in the SEC. Johnny Manziel looked like he was going to redefine the sport. Uh, you know, LSU has certainly had some glitzy teams, of and that whole Baton Rouge thing. He's always been able to fend it off. Now it's Georgia, who's really good. One of his assistants, of course. But I just feel like Alabama can reinvent himself. And the reality is, four points, Maggie. They're four points from being undefeated. Of course, four points from being five and four. But <laughs> I'm going to ignore that part of the equation. How convenient of you. Uh, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Charles is in North Carolina. Charles, how are you? Brian, I want to tell you how great you were right about something. What's that? You put Jordan to be number one. They were Jordan number one. And can I ask you a personal question? Sure. I'm a big I'm a big Carolina Panther fan. You think Luke Kent should be in the Hall of Fame five years? Interesting, Charles. Thank you for the call. And yes, Georgia number one going away. I've taken Georgia now. Everyone else on the show has the field. No, 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 no. no. I said whoever won Georgia Tennessee is going to win the national championship. Georgia won against Tennessee. So now I get Georgia. Samter took the field. I try to. Ride, ride your tail and get on Georgia. <laughs> maybe, I, how can we not take Georgia here? Come on, give us Georgia. Give it up, Maggie. Maybe share, we'll let share you. The maybe we'll let you. Share the wealth. Luke Keekley as a, as a Hall of Fame. First bout. Okay, let's see. First uh, for sure. He is a seven-time Pro Bowl, five-time All-Pro. He's in the All-2010s team. Obviously, the 2013 Defensive Player of the Year. He was the Rookie of the Year. It's, it's, um, I'm telling you, don't even worry. Yeah, he's no, a, he's in. He's beloved, too, because he's the nicest guy in the world. How many years? Seven years. That's the only thing, right? One, no, two, no, no, three, more than four, that. Four, five, five, six, seven, eight. So, I'm sorry, eight yeah, years. But the NFL, I mean, he was elite for that entire yeah. time, and he had to leave for injuries. Like, Terrell Davis is in because he was elite for the few years that he was there before he got hurt. So, like, I think the NFL is different than baseball in the sense that, like, if you're elite during a short period, you'll get in. He'll get in. How about this? He was, according to Pro Football Reference, he was a pro bowler every single year except his rookie year when he won rookie of the year. (laughs) Defensive rookie of the year, obviously. That's interesting. Why would he make the Pro Bowl um, that year? Anywho. Went to a Super Bowl. So he had had, had some really good years on that defense. Uh, You know, the thing about him is the concussions. I just remember one of the worst concussions we've ever seen is him crying after the concussion, which we later learned was a side effect, kind of like Tua going into that fencer pose. Mm. It's one of the really reminders of how brutal this sport is. I'm glad that he got away. I've met him a few times through the Dan Patrick show and at Super Bowl parties. He is the nicest football player. I know that's going to sound weird because he plays like a Tasmanian <laughs> yeah. devil. Yeah. He is an incredibly nice guy. Now, that should not matter, of course, but we all know it does for Hall of Fame. So I think he's an easy. 
Yeah, no, I think he's in. I, I I thought about it for a moment just because the career was short because of the concussions. But no, his elite play, I I'm, I bet he does get in. Has anyone heard from? What does he do now? Keekly. Is he coaching high school? I have no idea. I have not heard from Luke Keekly mm. in a long time. Anyone? Uh, no? All right. We'll see what he's up to. Hey, did you see this crazy thing where uh, <laughs> apparently I saw this story last night. There's kids who have to retake the SATs because the UPS truck yeah. that apparently was transporting their tests, something happened and the tests flew out onto the highway and they're just lost now forever. Oof. And now they have to take the SATs all over again. Is there anything worse? Like imagine how <laughs> awful that would be. That test stinks. I took it twice just to try to get a better score and it's brutal each time. That is the worst because you have to, now you have to focus again, concentrate, but there might be some people who think, okay, well, I could do better this time. You should do better the second time. Maybe that gives you an advantage. Maybe. Well, it's funny because we were thinking about college a little bit because I don't know if I should say anything, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Mm. Um, a college student at, should we say what university? Yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, Temple University in Philadelphia is writing a huge story about Perloff. Well, I don't know about a huge story. <laughs> He picked you as like a senior thesis or something? No, he uh, he got an assignment in his journalism class, write a three-page story on a media member. That's it? Yeah, that was the... Uh, that was, <laughs> you thought this was some I thought he was like writing his, like, end, his end of the year, like, no. well, like, it wouldn't be end of the year, it's November, but... No, it's, uh, it's my buddy Max, who I uh, talked to in the summer about possibly an internship, and he goes, yeah, we just got the assignment, we have to talk for 10 minutes to a media member and write up a story just for class. And it's your history? No, it was it's one aspect of my career and it was how I went from print to radio. It, it, we talked for about 10 minutes. He didn't even need to talk to me, he could have written it. But <laughs> well, I thought it was actually a bigger deal because we found out today that the student who's writing about you had to call Mike Samter and had to interview Samter as well. He needed a second source. Well, so he said to me, he goes I could probably use another quote in here. It's not a big deal, but if you could ask your producer, just talk to me for five minutes. Yeah. So wait, I don't understand because when I said this story, your eyes lit up like well, this is the most innocuous little exercise I've ever heard in my life. Well, I don't. I mean, no college student has ever wanted to write a paper about me before. But well, also, I mean, but you've had features written about you, haven't you? No, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, the New York Post, but I don't know if that counts. But the <laughs> you've oh that's that's you've never been interviewed about your life. And been put in print? No. <laughs> like, I don't think this is a big deal. The New York Post has written about me, but that was a little bit of a different thing. The reason why I want to bring this up is because why wouldn't you have told the kid to call me? Oh, because I didn't want to bother you. And I didn't mind bothering Samter. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, why would you call Samter? You just met Mike Samter when we started doing the show in January. Which yeah, we yeah. Had a great, we've, we're having a great year together. But I've known you since 2010. Well, I just saw it, you know, it's not public. It'll never be published. And I thought, because you were already in the studio, you were here, and I thought he could catch Mike on his commute. He's like, he could. He said it was so low priority to get a second quote. And I knew it was, it's just an exercise. This is never going out to the public. I so like, I thought Mike I was could be hurt. A, little thought... more, a little more convenient for Mike to do. Because if it was a real story and he's like, I'm doing a gigantic spread on you for the Temple newspaper, then sure. But this is I mean, you know, I, I could I don't know what Samter said. He probably buried you. 
I tried to bury you, and it he wouldn't just really matter. Laughing, and he was like, "Ah, ha, ha, tell me what you really feel." And I'm like, "All right, Max. <laughs> I guess. I guess here comes the paper answer." So you know, you're, like, re- you're like off the record and not for attribution. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's a real lesson in journalism. So <laughs> Professor Carlotti, Max Denenberg, and Mike Sampter are the three people <laughs> on earth who will ever know what this says. We should get a hold of a copy of it and read it. Oh, I've already asked for it. Please. Yeah, yeah. thank you. So it's, 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 and here's, here's the important thing. The, the most important part about this. It's due tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's due yes. tomorrow. He emailed me four days ago and said, "Can he said that email, and I just didn't notice the email. So I felt bad. So he's freaking out probably because so this, no, this guy fails the thing. Or if, if you were like a day later. Oh my goodness! You could have like cost this guy his, his graduation. Now he's no. not walking. But that's the other thing too. You make it sound like it's a senior thesis. It's one of twenty four papers he has to write this semester. <laughs> he's like, this is no big deal. We can just talk for five minutes. Gosh, but next time I, you know, and I have uh, Dartmouth Alumni Magazine did a big spread on me. It was wonderful. Oh wow, that was that's awesome. just out there. We didn't even know. We could have been making fun of this for months. Yeah, uh, the LA Times did a piece on the Dan Patrick Show, which had all sorts of stuff on me. That's cool. And the Jewish Exponent. Look at you. Which is the mainline, number one mainline <laughs> Jewish newspaper, did a huge story on me. I mean, better than the number two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, those jerks. Yeah, yeah. those hacks. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. But, yes, this is, uh, this, is one of, this is probably the fourth feature on me, except that this one is not going out to the world. Wow, this is, this is you. Maggie, your hometown paper never did anything. I know it's a fact that's not true, but you told me once. That either an alumni magazine or a Binghamton local paper did something on you. I don't think so. They they one one of my former teachers had talked about trying to get me into some kind of like a distinguished alumni thing. Yeah, there was something going on. We've talked about. Yeah, this. but it, it never happened. <laughs> no, they had the Hall of Fame in my hometown, the Sports Hall of Fame, and they asked Tiki to do it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Which I get. No. Tiki is obviously way more famous than I am, and actually played. But I was like, I'm from Binghamton. I. But sure, Tiki Barber's great, too. Did Tiki end up going up to Bay? Yeah, he did it. Uh, Wait. So I did find uh, Voices in the Wilderness, the Dartmouth Magazine, alumni magazine, Andrew Perloff, class of 93. They called it McFun, which you is You had a different nickname? McLovin was I, I think Patrick that was kind of the no, title of a, the story or yeah. just, you know, whatever. Oh, um, oh they put wait, that Wait, have you guys, yeah. uh, all right, and I'm including Rich Ackerman in this, has nobody had, like, their high school or college papers do anything on them, anything? I had my college. Uh, there you go. Website, magazine, do something on me. There yes. you go. Yes. My schools don't want to admit to knowing me. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I say, don't either. Ack, your problem is you went to NYU where there's a Ack. lot of famous I people. I know. They're yeah. too busy with Spike no, Lee. I, Dartmouth has none. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mike, how about you? Anything? High school? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I can't believe... Oh, oh! Uh, my dad publishes a magazine <laughs> about the Bronx, and I was in it a couple times. <laughs> what? Yeah, so so my dad's you know business is it's a magazine called Back in the Bronx magazine. Yeah. It's about the Bronx in the forties, fifties, and sixties, and every now and again he'll just write a blurb about me. So that counts. I yeah, so you have nothing to do with with the Bronx in the forties. No, but it's just, uh, you know, it's just like don't you know, be bitter. Here's my son. <laughs> just got married. I am. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that I'm not in it. I no, everyone's that. got all these things. Get it's not that I wanted. I not that I wanted something written about me. This is not what that's about. I wanted to be interviewed about you. Yeah, if it was a real publication, then you would have been high on the list. <laughs> I'm not so sure. <laughs> I, uh, I but, did ask him, like, 
is there anybody else you'd like to talk to about the show about Andrew? You said, no, I think this is good. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> I think I got it. Well, I mean, it is due tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is good. It is due tomorrow. Well, the funny thing, okay. by the way, the best part of the segment is Stu just quietly going, yeah, my college did a feature on this. Yeah, it's probably like a 10-page spread, <laughs> yeah. the history of Stu. <laughs> no, my college stopped uh, talking to me when I told them I wasn't going to give them any money. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. I would have thought that they would have would have reached out to you at some point no, just to have, get have, yeah, yeah to get something of no, course that's I, what colleges st- do i'm still not giving them any money they've taken enough <laughs> 855-212-4cbs yeah. our industry is not a leading money giver to <laughs> colleges no nope. bankers do a lot better i'll uh i have a microphone that's all i can give 855-212-4cbs 855-212-4227 coming up we have the biggest what if in sports right now we'll get to it time for a cbs sports update here's rich Ackerman. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question today. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Bill and Nita Mass. What's the one movie you've lied about seeing that you never actually saw? If you were oh. listening to our our conversation from earlier, it's obvious in a clip from, I don't even know when that clip is from, that LeBron James is lying about seeing The Godfather. He claims that he saw it six times. This is not a new clip. This is old. He claims he's seen the movie six times, but yet couldn't name a single line, a character, a scene, nothing from the movie. <laughs> we just watching, like, listening to LeBron just, like, dying up there. Just like, <laughs> somebody save him. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, okay, don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. I think I have one, by the way. I have one, too. Well, you go first. Mine's dumb. Field of Dreams. Haven't seen it. That's weird. I know. <laughs> it's on all the time. I know, but I just never <laughs> saw it. I've seen clips. I've seen the relevant parts. I've seen the scene where they all come out of the corn. I've seen that, but I've never watched. sat down and Got watched it, it beginning to end. Uh, for me, it's Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Because in my uh, movie it, circles, people talk about that. They're like, remember yeah, that scene it's, in 2000? It's you've never seen about, it? I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird, but it's and it's referenced a lot yeah, in relation the, to other movies. So I always say, "Oh yeah, yeah,", yeah. and I really never know what they're talking about. Do you know about. the song? Like, yeah. Whatever. I don't think it was actually anything. You, you both just like hummed three notes. Wait, wait. Bum bum bum. That's it, right? That's not it. <laughs> what is it? Bum. Yeah, but you clearly haven't seen the movie. Well, I know the song, right, right. Bum, 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 bum
bum bum. And then it goes to a faster bum bum. Yeah, I mean, I see <laughs> no. that scene. Bum, okay. Bum. <laughs> uh, when he goes the, in the Dawn of Man where the, the like apes figure yeah. out that the bone is something they can use as a weapon and then it fast forwards from there. Nope, haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> haven't seen it. What have you guys thought about see, Okay, there? you know what? It's funny. Now that you say that scene, I've seen that scene and not known it's from 2001. Yeah, it got it's spoofed like, in, a Mel, in a Mel Brooks movie. Yes. Yeah. The, so that's the 2001 is a very impactful movie. What year is it from? It's like 71 or something. Yeah, I'm not sure, but okay. I definitely watched it. They actually showed it to us in school. Okay, what have you guys lied about? What movie have you not seen? It was actually brought up before. Goodfellas. Never seen it. What? Stupid. Big own admission. A I'm proud of you. How have you not seen Goodfellas? It's on right now. It's on this <laughs> TV right now. <laughs> Stu's so. too young. He doesn't have cable. He's a cord cutter. Samter, what have you lied about? You've seen everything. So there's movies I haven't seen. You should lie about seen. ones you have seen because yeah, they're so, so embarrassing. No. Oh, White Chicks? Yeah, great. Love that one. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> the Ringer? <laughs> oh, love it. Johnny yeah. Knoxville, he's fantastic in that. Um, I haven't lied about movies I haven't seen because, like you said, I basically have seen everything. I have not seen Citizen Kane. Um, <clears throat> yep. I have not seen... What are the one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Oh, I haven't like, seen. Yeah, watch but that. So if a, if a conversation a comes up with Citizen Kane, you might not have lied and said. I know the that most famous line that ruined the whole part of the movie, right. but I just don't know what it means. But yeah. you probably I, is that a lie? If you do, if it's conversation and Citizen Kane comes up and you don't volunteer that you haven't seen it, are you lying by omission? Um, if I join in the conversation. You can't do what LeBron did and be like, so many scenes. How oh, Orson could I? Wells, I mean, they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Xanadu, Rosebud. So many different phrases. Rosebud, yeah. ooh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking at some Oscar winners to see if I've ever lied about seeing any of these, and there are a lot of them over the last recent ones I've not seen. Well, I mean, that happens. Have you seen The Artist? No. Have you seen Crash, the one in L.A.? Yes, I did see that. Okay, yeah. I'm I, just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> now, now I can't be trusted. Well, so, like, yeah, the Academy Awards season would be a good time to lie about seeing these, but I've not seen a lot. I've never there's watched two crash the, movies, I think. What? And they're the, totally the one with different. Sandra Bullock? Yeah, no, there's two different crash movies. One is about no, like, racial relations yeah, in that one. LA. And then there's yeah. another one where, like, people. That's like, speed, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And then there's another one where, like, people have, like, fetishes about oh. getting into car accidents and then having sex. Oh, with James Spader, yeah. Yeah, so there's that two one. completely different movies this, with the same... second one. Yeah. No, that one's awesome, by the way. It sounds weirder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they okay. both... Okay. That's yeah. one I probably would have lied about if I were you guys. Um, okay, let's get to what Aaron Rodgers is up to today. What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Okay, well, this is technically what Aaron Rodgers was up to yesterday. Um, Pat McAfee show wanted to play this one. Rodgers now like got getting into a little uh, pep talk mode. Like he's doesn't fancy himself like a typical athlete or a typical jock, but on the McAfee mm. show, he was kind of doing some some raw raw stuff, trying to rally the troops, uh, and remembering that he's still the reigning MVP. Still the reigning, defending two-time MVP. Oh, yeah. Regardless who's out there with me, guys want to come battle. They know where to find me. I'll be in the center of that huddle, expecting greatness. (laughs) 60 feet, 6 inches. I'll be, that was what Noah Syndergaard once said about facing Bryce Harper. You know where to find me. I'll be 60 feet, 6 inches. It's (laughs) like the macho, like, I'll meet you in the huddle, expecting greatness. This is, that's not usually Roger's, like, uh, tone. Yeah, he's getting defiant. I think we're pushing Aaron Rodgers into a corner. 
I don't think we're doing anything. Yeah. I think the Packers have lost five in a row, and they're yeah. doing it to themselves. Yeah, we're lightly pushing. He's doing <laughs> yeah. most of the work on his own by throwing interceptions while targeting his left tackle. <laughs> it's not being hard. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go through the gamut of emotions here, sort of the seven stages of mourning the season. Now, it's funny, this Jordan Love thing that we've been hearing on our show all week long yep. is picking up so much steam. I know. Well, we talked to Leroy Butler about yeah. it. Hall of Fame safety said, you know, he under he would understand, right? I don't want words in his mouth. But we have Leroy. Uh, let's hear, this is what he said uh, to us two days ago. Say they lose three more games. You got to get Jordan Love in there at some point because there's no playoff. I mean, you're not in the playoffs because you got to find out at some point can Jordan Love play because you can't get rid of Aaron Rodgers because of his contract. But you can find a way to get Jordan Love some work to just kind of find out what you're going to have in a few years. I mean, listen, I get, I totally get it. And I think the fans in Green Bay, they just want something different. You know, they just want something to shake up the franchise a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is a dangerous proposition because what if he's good and you end up paying a lot of money to two quarterbacks? It's a bizarre situation. Well, I mean, Jordan Love's coming up soon enough that they're going to have to make some decision on his future. It's funny, DeAndre Campbell was actually, uh, excuse me, Devondre, Devondre Cam- yeah. Campbell, pardon me, is the all-pro who was asked about Jordan Love. He was talking to Dallin Levitt. Uh, this is what he had to say. Well, this is actually Dallin Levitt and De- Devondre Campbell talking together. Uh, okay, we get the question first. I mean, I think Jordan's a, a great player. I think he's a great teammate. I can't see the way that the ball comes out of his hands. I can't see the way that he's decisive um, playing against our defense. It's pretty impressive. He's done some, some pretty impressive things. He's a starting quarterback. Okay. Yes. There we go. Yeah, no yeah. question. He's better than a lot of quarterbacks in this, a lot of starting quarterbacks. Wow. I mean, that's from inside the building. Yeah, but that's just supporting a teammate. I don't see that as really controversial. I don't see it as controversial yeah. either, but it's guys who are basically telling you like he could be ready to go. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's just uh, team speak. I think it's also they're supporting a young player who's given a lot to the franchise by sitting there and yeah. saying, I, actually, it almost implies he should be starting somewhere else. Like somebody should trade for well, him. They didn't want to trade him, though, or they felt like they didn't get I, it offered what do you, for him. I don't know what they really got offered for Jordan Love. I mean, uh, coming in this offseason at a team like, I'm going to say, the Panthers or somebody, somebody who needed a young quarterback could have easily given a third rounder for him, and they didn't. You think that that Green Bay would have parted with him for a third rounder? I think so, because what are they going to do here? They're going to, they assuming that they have, they're stuck with Rodgers because of all that money next year. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be weird. I just think it's going to be continually weird. This is the unsolvable mystery of the NFL, what to do with Jordan Love. Because the day they drafted him, you assumed Rodgers was going to come to an end. But he's still there, Maggie. I know. And he's still going to be there probably next year. It's just bizarre. Man, um, I I think that I'd be careful what I wished for here going to Jordan Love. You'd have to really make sure, like what Leroy mm. Butler said, if you lose three in a row or the next three and say you're mathematically or close to mathematically You'd eliminated. Be three and nine. Be three and nine. Yeah, then, then I get you, it. Yeah, give him four games to run. Why not? But to your point, that contract for Rodgers is so difficult, mm-hmm. right? So either, like, you're you're so right about it, it's 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 impossible bind for them because if that contract is not tradable, Rodgers, that is, then say you give the audition to Jordan Love and say he's does really well. Yeah. Now, well, you're not going to want to trade him away because you only got one year left of Aaron Rodgers. I know. It's a little like Jimmy G and the Patriots and Tom Brady. Yeah. Where you were getting, you figured Jimmy G was going to take over New England, 
but Brady kind of just kept going. Kibosh the situation. But they I think, were winning Super Bowls at least. Yes, you're right. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers sort of screwed up Jordan Love's future by signing this $100 million deal. Man, well, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate everyone. Mike Samter, Stu Kovacs, Marlo Donahue, Ryan Leaf joined us in studio. That was a lot of fun. You can always find the Maggie and Perloff podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And you can check us out on YouTube. Just search out our names, Maggie and Perloff. We'll see you tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.